Welcome everyone Welcome. to Cinco de Mayo. This is uh, the 5th of May, as you may know. This is our first annual Fiesta Cinco de Mayo Monkey Hay Gomes Spectacular. Yeah, so welcome. We scoured Oakland. We found 13 different beers. We're going to be tasting them in order from light to dark, and we're going to be grading them on our five banana scale for taste, drinkability, and intangibles. So we have three categories for you. We'll just jump right in. Yeah, we're going to. And so, oh, and the other the other trick part of this show is this should take. We're going to do it. Try to do it in about an hour and a half. Now, we're going to condense this down for you. Um, but I think 13 beers in an hour and a half is going to be an easy feat, right? So, yeah, if this is a weeknight. It's a Tuesday evening. It's 914 p.m. It's Ameri- and here we but go. This is an American holiday and we're going to celebrate American holiday in style. Cheers. Bud Light Lime. Ooh. So, yeah. For, so you said first up, we got the Bud Light Lime. Ooh. That's limey. We, we've got first taste. I taste a, a lot of lime and a, a little bit, a hint of beer. Yeah. It. It, it tastes almost like we're drinking like lime juice with maybe a little alcohol in it. No, it's not sweet, but it's definitely. Yeah, it's got, not like a Mike's Hard Lemonade, but it's. It's getting close. It's definitely sweet, though. I mean, it tastes like a sweet lime. Shit ton of lime. 4.2% alcohol. That's kind of standard, that I guess, for light That means there's like beer. N- almost 95% lime, then? If it's yeah, 95% four- lime, I think, is the, the scenario. We should get a boat. Almost Memorial Day here. We should get a boat. I, dude, like Greg. That asshole Greg has been talking about. Promised that he would have a boat after his first year of work, so we would have it for 4th of July. And I have not seen any results. Yeah, all we did was we lost two Xbox controllers to him. Well, I'm going to give it... All right, I'm going to give it my... Uh, for taste, I'm going to give it three bananas. Are you with me on that? Yeah. Kind of a funky taste. I think it might be more for those who aren't used to regular beer. Drinkability, I'm going to give it a five. Right, number two, number Corona. Two. So we got Corona coming up. Let's uh, let's do a quick rinse. This is called... Yeah, this is called the, the douchebag oh. special, if I'm not mistaken. We're full on adding a lime here. This is a juicy lime wedge. And I'm going to go ahead and drop that in our pint glass here. Right, we've got a website pulled up with some beer descriptions. And Corona Extra, apparently the number one selling beer in Mexico and the leading export brand from Mexico. It's a Pilsner-type beer, first brewed in 1925 by Cerveceria Modelo, located in Mexico City. And I don't know if you knew this, Gomes, but every brewery in Mexico is government unknown. So it's a pale lager beer. Yeah, it comes in a clear bottle. Everyone knows that. Which is bad, apparently. So what that does is actually interacts with the hops that they use for the beer. And it causes a little bit of that skunky flavor you taste. And it, it's obviously not necessarily a bad thing, right? Because they're, they're going for it. But it is, it is something that you'll notice. It, you kind of taste it. It has that very skunky, distinct flavor. I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you, I, I don't really like it. I don't consider it a skunky beer by any means. I consider it a very light beer. It's got a. It definitely has a unique aroma. Um, always pairs well with a wine. Skunky. Well, it's got a little skunk. <laughs> a little skunky aroma. Mm, I don't know. I I usually put like two or three limes in it. It's got a classic taste. I mean, everyone could. I think everyone could pick out a Corona, right? But that's the skunkiness. I mean, that's what's yeah. going on. Is it's that kind of weird, uh, almost extra bitter taste uh, going on. All right, let's keep moving on these. Get this. Yeah. this beer's going down pretty smooth, though. Yeah. Except for maybe the $10 on those bottle rockets. Uh, speaking of Coronas, I've got a good story about Coronas. The first time I ever decided to get drunk, I had 10 Coronas in an hour. When was this? <laughs> this is uh, Junior high? 
No, it was actually high school. I think it was like sophomore year. Horrible, horrible move. Ten oh my god. That's I was just a lot wasted. of liquid. Liquid to take down. Like a lot time. of liquid, you know. Just a horrible... Oh man, I would never recommend uh, 10 beers in an hour, much less for a... I mean, I was tall enough. Dude, come on, man. We gotta get to the next beer and you're... We got soul coming up. Done with Corona. I, I'm gonna go... Like seriously, we have we've talked about this. I'm gonna go taste a one. I don't think you can give it a one. I think well, I can give it a one. I think you can give it a one. I'm gonna have to go with three. I think it's an average beer. And wow, Amy, did you? Where did you? Amy, what do you got here goodness. for us? This is Soul. Cerveza Soul. Wow, these are. This is the best pour Cerveza I've ever seen. Cerveza Importada. We got a uh, 32 full pint here for each of us. Awesome. Came highly Product recommended from the gentleman at the liquor store. I never buy this. I never. I've had no, it maybe I've seen it a handful before, of times. Yeah. And uh, anyway, let's finish off our Corona re review, man. I, I'm gonna say drinkability. It's got to be up there. It's it's up Who there. Who cares? Let's move on to Soul. Should no, we no, no, this? no. Let's, we're we're finishing care. our review. God we can it. start drinking our beer. And yes, we should lime this. We're start drinking our beer, and we'll talk about the Corona for a little bit more. I, we're done, man. We're, we're done not with done corona. with the Corona. I say intangibles. Corona's got it. Corona's got it. Whatever that is, it's got it. And I'm going to give it a five. Even though you got a big douchebag factor, but I, th I think it's got the intangibles. For whatever reason, it's it's transcended generation. Everyone, old dudes, young dudes, chicks, love the Corona. Let's move on to Soul here. How are we doing? Amy, check the time. Check the time. Checking the checking weather, weather checking the, check the time. What do we got? 9.32. So when do we start? We're 20 minutes in? The logo has never been changed since 1890. You know what the great part is? It's imported from in White Plains, New York. Wouldn't they find a place closer to Mexico to like, import this? Yeah, like... Like Texas? San Diego. Arizona. They don't have a warehouse in Arizona. Uh, it's kind of average. I mean, it's just... It's Got, there. It's drinkable. I say it has a, a richer beer flavor than a Corona. It's a little bit darker. A little bit more beer-like. Less Corona-like. This beer is weighing on me. Yeah, I'm kind of lagging. Should yeah. we? Do you think we should play it smart and just sort of call it quits on this one, or? I think that sounds. I mean, I'm looking at. I'm looking. We got it. Think of the mile. All right, let's rate it. Drinkability. It's very drinkable, but I, I'm gonna give it a four on that. Four monkey. Four bananas. Yeah, it's drinkable, but it's nothing. Enough. It's nothing spectacular. Taste. I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah, I'm, I'd say two and a half. Uh, two. It's, uh, there's so many, it, it's hard after drinking a lot of great beers to really get excited about anything that's just sort of run of the mill. And that's what I would say this is. That's is, fine. It's very drinkable though. And I, I'll give it that. And I, I, the, you know, it may very well be better than the, the beers we're going to But as far up, as, so. as far as the, the intangibles, the X factor, I feel like this is the boutique style brew. This is more than a micro brew. This is something that people have just seen, but never tasted. I feel like this would be a conversation starter if you're holding this bottle at a party. Fair enough, yeah. And so it, I'm gonna give it four. Lo and behold, it's been around since 1890, which is kind of ridiculous with the same logo. Like, how have we not seen that? An American before? classic. An, Amer an American classic, yeah. I mean, and it is American classic. Not United States of America, but. Like North a northern, America. northern sort of America. Northern America classic. We're on to the Modelo Especial. This came in a 24 ounce tall can, it's a white can. With kind of the blue logo, the it's two lines. It's classic and simple. Very classic. Uh, it reminds me of like growing up in Vacaville, going out 
behind the schoolyard. Markham, Markham <laughs> Elementary, and I would see the cans. Wait, of you these. went to Markham? I went to Markham, yeah. Whoa, I just tasted this for the first time. Much drier, right? Yes. Much drier. It it's almost got a like sharp a, little Indian yeah. to it. So I don't know what to call this, but it's definitely got a very sharp bite, but it's not got a very strong taste at the same time. It's less, uh, I don't know if I want to say less skunky, or maybe it's the aluminum can. So this is the Modelo Especial. Modelo Especial. Which, which isn't, it, there's nothing special about it. It's just the regular Modelo. Yeah, it's, it's Modelo. No, I, I'm going to go with this is not my favorite one so far. Apparently, what we're tasting maybe is the alcohol. It's 6% alcohol by volume, which is... It's a hefty little beer for... It's, yeah, it's pretty it's light. It's packing some punch. It's here. a lager, right? It is a lager. It's a pale lager, again, by Grupo Modelo. They uh, also make Corona. I feel like this is the beer. <laughs> Hold on. I've got this... Uh, I'm on ratebeer.com here. The most recent one here, May 4th, 2009. 12 ounce... Purchased to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Didn't expect good beer, and I didn't get it. Pours piss yellow. No head, no lacing. Smells like skunk mixed with, mixed with swine flu. <laughs> Taste is the same. Maybe like watered-down Beck's. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Mexican beer sucks wings. <laughs> Who posted that? I don't know. Some asshole from Ithaca, New York. So pretty much... D-Bag Central. Fuck that guy. When do we get to the good beer, Chad? Uh, we're cruising along here, so we're doing our tasting in order of, like, darkness. I think this is definitely... I, I don't know about this one. I'm gonna say... I can't, I can't even say I even like it close to as much as the soul, and I give the soul, what, You a give two? the soul a two. I'm gonna go with a... Oh, gosh. Maybe I'll upgrade my soul to a three and give this a two. We gave Corona a one. This is slightly better than Corona. I think so, for a taste, for me. But I'm gonna also give it way less drinkability. I'm gonna give it a, a, a two on the drinkability as well. I'll agree with the two on the drinkability. It's a, it's a rougher beer. The taste, I don't know if I could do a whole 12 pack of these, but I could enjoy a beer. I, I'm gonna give it a three. So what have we got coming up next? It's that, that Dos Equis lager. Dos Equis, you know what? I love those commercials. The most I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer Dos Equis. Here's his beard clippings have been sold and <laughs> end up in auctions. <laughs> That's I obviously feel like, playing off the Chuck Norris. Yeah, I feel, yeah it, the only thing is I feel like it's a complete Chuck Norris ripoff. Oh, it's completely. And Chuck Norris is a a certified true American hero. Number one. Number one. Num, num, number one in martial arts, in <laughs> just in Texas law. Yeah. Not only it, it practicing and enforcing it. Right. Every piece of furniture in his house is a total gem. Ooh, yeah. Thanks, Amy. These are frosty mugs. Cheers on the Dos Equis Lager. Let's get nice. Yeah. It comes in a green bottle here. 12 ounces. We've got... Chad, how long have you been doing this? Can you face the mic? Well, a little more about Dos Equis. It's a pale lager originally brewed by the German brewer... Wilhelm Haas in 1897. It was named Siglo Dos Equis or 20th century to commemorate the arrival of the new century and the bottles were marked with the Roman numerals XX or Dos Equis. I feel like we're finally, hopefully this 
We're getting into airport trend. Yeah, getting into beer with a little more body, a little more flavor, you know. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? It's a uh, very seems very light, very light. I I find it delicious. Taste is good. I'm gonna give it. You know, in our in our scale today, I I like the taste. At least my uh, three three bananas. What are your thoughts? I feel like the everything you've had so far has been kind of mediocre, and this is uh, a little step up. This is definitely a step up. So I'm I'm gonna go three with you, but uh, what do you want to go? With drinkability. Drinkability. It's got to be. I mean, a four. I'll give you a four. So what have we got up here? Tecate in T- the can, which is the it, they make it in glass. They make it in a tall boy. They make it in a 32 ounce. But it's best served out of a 12-ounce can. Right. The 30-pack costs next to nothing, right? I mean, what is it, like $3 for a 30-pack of these? Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. And per this... Fuck, no, hold on. Our roommate... No, let's not fucking ruin the podcast now. Fuck our roommate. We do not want to mention him. Let's just pretend this never happened. All right. We can edit this out, right? Let's just edit this out. So Tecate was the first beer credited with adding a lime to it. I can't concentrate with him here. He just walked in with his fucking shit-eating grin. His slicked back hair. Slicked back hair. What an a-hole. Good God. Let's just, can we, can we list a room on this podcast for lease yeah. for rent? If anyone's interested in living in our house. One room for One room rent. for rent immediately. So, the custom of squeezing a lime into your Mexican beer began with Tecate beer. The original brewmaster was of Scottish descent, last name Lorimer, who brought the idea from Great Britain where sailors would be giving limes with their daily ration of grog to stave off scurvy. (laughs) This is where the expression limey came from. Like a limey bastard? Limey! Limey! Well, I don't know. Tecate? Yeah, I'm not a... Don't nah, this beer. This is a great beer. Drinkable, but I'm going to go with very low on the taste scores here. I'm going to go with a two. Oh, yeah, not more than a two. I mean, I love it, but it's it's not that great. Yes. You should drink it in the shower. This <laughs> is the type of beer, and this is, uh, this is uh, definitely back to sophomore year. We had a small little ice chest, and we would keep... Uh, you know, five or six of them on ice in the shower in like, our house. Like the ice chest that comes built in in the Aztec right there in the It's about the console. size of your built-in ice chest. But anyway, we would have a, a handful of beers in the shower. And I think that's really the best place to drink a Tecate. Our lovely assistant Amy Whoa. is bringing us Amy. another beer. Hey there. This is the Miller Chill. Tecates. I finished. Grinding. We'll We're finish drinking this. our Miller Chill now. This is a Chilada style, which... I guess means light beer with natural flavors. It says inspired by a Mexican recipe with lime and salt. Champagne of Mexican beers? Yeah, it's the champagne of Mexican beers, Miller Chill. Anyway, speaking of gorilla, one of the things, <laughs> probably my favorite part about high school was the, the, the brief seat. moment in which I purchased for 99 US American dollars a gorilla suit. It was the best investment I've ever made to date. And I owned it for about six months, and it was the best six months of my life. 
Mine too. I got to wear it quite a bit. Gomes was actually the, the I star. I starred in multiple movies uh, in a calendar, in a uh, mm-hmm. male flesh calendar, mm-hmm. um, in multiple statistic projects, math documentary videos. Wow. I don't know why your math teacher would accept a video project as an he didn't. acceptable. He docked us <laughs> a half of a grade and we had to accept an F. <laughs> <laughs> For inappropriateness, and uh, <laughs> that was that story. Get a seat I, here you know, on the couch. I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I don't know if I love the fake lime flavor. I feel like the lime is possible to be added after the fact. We're kind of, I'm adding Dropping one to Gomez's beer right now. <laughs> we hear the fizz, and I'm going to do it here with mine. The fresh stuff just tastes so much better. That's all I'm going to say. And it, it is natural, and I don't feel like it's weird. I'm sure it's like authentic lime flavor, but you kind of get the th- taste like it's There's a little bit better. There's something about fresh fruit that just, you know, makes it happen. Yeah, I agree. And, and the, the zest, I don't know what it is, but with the taste, I'm going to go with, it's interesting, but it maybe not, maybe not good. I'm going to go with uh, I think you have a three on this one, right? Let's go with a three. Drinkability, I'm going to actually go a little bit lower than that. And I'm going to say it too. <laughs> we are we are really in for one here. You've got the Budweiser Clamato, 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 Tomato, Tomato is what that means. It means that means clam juice and tomato. It's the Bloody Mary of the beer cerveza world with clam juice. Ugh, it's like it's like seafood mixed with beer mixed with bad seafood tomato juice beer. Yeah, and uh, you know. You're already talking Budweiser, which is not exactly the. They're not really known popular. in Mexico as making. And this the, is uh, chilada to the extreme, like chilada traditionally beer. You get ice, you get salt, and you got lime juice. But spices. then you can add some spices and you can add some clam juice and really go to the extreme with it. And that's what this next drink is doing from from Budweiser. See, and it says Budweiser beer with natural flavor and certified color. I, what I shit you mean? not. That's what it says on the label. In pretty large font. It's not small type. Budweiser beer with natural flavor and certified color. Enjoy the best of two worlds. A refreshing Budweiser and the unique flavor of Clamato. Drink a red one. Ready to go or use your favorite ingredients to make it yours wherever, whenever. Alright, let's just... Uh, I don't want to be- I'm going to be honest, but... My expectations not very high on this one. I mean, I guess if we were drinking, fr- it looks like fruit punch is what it looks like. It's it a- is a uh, pink, a pinkish color. It looks like watermelon smoothie. If I had to say, here's Hawaiian, a cheers Hawaiian on this punch. one. Here's a cheers. It's got a nice little film on the side of the glass. I don't know if Amy, you like squash, squash this around That's a little bit. The foam remnant. Cool. One of the foams end up. Ended up red, and the other one was white, so I don't know if both people... Oh, Chad's face. Chad does not have a happy face on right now. <laughs> oh. This, it's like, it's like a V8 with a shot of vodka in it, right? It, I wouldn't even say, oh my god. Oh. There is something wrong with that. That is, wow. Oh. It makes you kind of upset we paid that $4 for the Earn Clamata mix. Yeah, yeah. We, we got more of this stuff, and uh, my goodness, this just oh, tastes like uh, it just rotten fish. <laughs> I don't know. I've never had a Bloody Mary, really, but that is just some. Yeah, give me a lime, lime me on this one. 
can't hurt, Lime. right? Uh, wow, yeah. I don't want to spill this on anything because I feel like it's going to rot and smell Ooh. like shit for like the next year. My God. Now moving on to number nine. Guess what we got for number nine? You don't have to guess. I'll tell you. It's Pacifico. Pacifico. This is, again, You look. it kind of tastes a little bit more malty than your traditional beer that we've had with, with the lagers, but uh, it's, it's a lager for sure. Just looking at it. Uh, nice, nice golden color. Golden color, as all these Mexican beers have. So, I mean, you, we still got one more. We're going to be doing a PBR Clamada. Chilada, yeah. Chilada. We're going to definitely do it with Clamato. But this will be homemade. We can add our own spice to it. I think I'm optimistic that it's going to be better than the last one. I'm going to go real light on the tomato juice. Heavy on the beer, light on the fucking clam juice. Get that bitch. Get that bitch. Oh, Tim God. just got a spider. Kill it. Got Tim. spiders in the house. He's telling the spider to come on out, you fucker, bitch. I really wish it was Thursday and not Tuesday. Oh, God. This, this is a long week. This is going to be a long week. What are we talking about? Pacifico. We're, we're so Pacifico. They've got a cool... I, I mean, I like... Drinkable? Changes. It's drinkable. It's a little rougher. Uh, I don't say it's drinkable. I like the taste, but I don't like the drinkability. Cinco de Mayo here. We're rounding out the 11 o'clock, beginning of the 11 o'clock hour. It's 11.17. It's been officially been two hours. Let's check the traffic real Checking quick. Checking the traffic, checking the weather. It's been kind We're of We're on rainy. Pacifico here, taking a little swig of that. Oh. That's a malty. That's just some maltiness. Amy is bringing over Beer. a lovely little Dos Equis Amber. Finally. Finally. Finally a dark beer. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer Dos Equis. So this is the Amber, which I'll first, tell you. The first noticeably dark beer, just by color, we've had for the day. Out of 13 beers, number 10 is officially the first dark one we've had. I'll have to but tell you. I was you, towing around with um, myself. Enjoyed some good ultimate that day. The first time I enjoyed the Dos Equis Amber uh, was in college, of course, and I remember we bought a 12-pack, and me and my buddy were at sort of a like a pseudo-house party, like a small gathering, and I think we finished the uh, the whole 12-er between both of us, and also some shots and what uh, whatnot. I remember we were partying in a spa, and we were so wasted, we ended up pulling this blonde girl in the spa, clothes and all, ruined her cell phone that night. She was nice. a total, she was a bitch about it too. She yeah, was what all, a fucking bitch. She was super mad, and I don't know why. Why would you be mad about something like that? I mean, whatever. You extend your contract, get a new phone, you know, but. Yeah. Come on. eBay? Hello? Yeah. Just like you, Amber. It's not, it's a mild taste for what is, quote, an amber beer, but it's not really an ale, it's a lager. It's uh, just a, I think, a thicker taste. It's a little bit. Maybe more interesting, a little bit. I think it's actually a little bit more mellow. Gums. It's a soft beer, but it's got a little flavor to it. Yeah, a little bit of flavor. A little darker. I'm guessing it's got some more alcohol. Let's get the rating scale for this Pacifico. Or, sorry, for this Dos Equis Amber. I'm going to give it, for the taste, a three. It's a moderate taste. I wouldn't say for the... It's not an amber beer. I don't want you guys to think... I, this is like a... A speakeasy or a 
Alley Cat Amber from Lost Coast. It's not a typical amber ale, and it's not because it's not an ale. It's a lager. It's just colored amber. It tastes fairly mild for a lager. It's maybe got a little bit more. It's a little bit more interesting than some of the beers, but I wouldn't say it tastes good. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a three. It's a little bit more interesting, but it's not good. I think you could say it tastes good, but I don't think it's great. And I think that three is uh, is an appropriate rating for it. Yeah. Um, drinkability as well. I would say average. I don't yeah. think it's hard to drink, but I don't think it's the greatest beer you've ever tasted. No. Um, or drank. So, I mean, I think we can go three as well. In there. In- All right, so let's just move on to uh, one of my favorites. Hopefully one of yours. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is a Mexican beer... Just looking at it, it's got definitely the darkness that we haven't seen. This is a obviously a dark beer. I don't know if it's an ale. Uh, I'm God. It's a guess. lager. Modelo is a lager. Negro Modelo is also a lager. Is every beer made in Mexico a lager? I think there's a general trend towards lagers. They do like the lagers in the hotter climates. So anyway, I could be wrong. Joining us is Tim here. He's got a bottle full of Negro Modelo. And we're happy to have him join us. Uh, this is delicious. This is delicious very beer. Liberal you sense. hugged me when I came and sat down. You notice the Negro Modelo? It has real gold around it. It's the uh, in the brown bottle, kind of stout bottle here. Old school logo in the banner form. Uh, it's it's definitely a little bit darker than I've had before. I don't know, Gums. What are your thoughts? I know you kind of like it. I have a bias towards this because this is uh, one of my favorite treats. It's a it's a very rich, flavorful beer. I call beer treat too. Shut! I'm fucking talking here. Go ahead. That's good. Yeah, Keep talking. I'm done. Talking. No, I'm done. Tim's getting interrupted. I don't treat. No, like I'm done. Treat. Let's just finish the thought here, Gums. Follow through. It's it's a good beer. It's flavorful. Uh, it's delicious. It's uh, it's something special, you know. So taste, I would say. I would say it definitely tastes good. Can we, can we just go for that? I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate it a five on my taste scale. Whoa! Are you serious? Five out of how many? One hundred and fifty. What are we doing? Five, five out of five. Five. But are you okay, Chad? There's no way that can be a five. You don't I think mean, it's a five? Hey man, I it's, mean, it's his opinion. It's your opinion, but you're gonna give that beer a five. Well, now I'm reconsidering, but Chad is about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy. I've got some hiccups. I enjoy this me. beer. I think it's a great beer. <laughs> I can't even agree with you at all on that. I'm gonna give this a one on drinkability. No. Yeah. Tim. The best or the worst? Worst. Oh. And I'm going to give it a three on taste. And that's just me. I, compared to other beers, I, I think the flavor is more interesting. It's a little bit darker. The malt is roasted a little bit darker, a little bit longer. But I got to say, overall, I, I'm not a huge fan of this beer. Oh, <laughs> it's so much beer. So, <laughs> This light to dark sounded like a great idea. And as far as taste-wise, I mean, it's probably a good idea, but... Wow. <laughs> Drinkability is not increasing as we go along here. Well, Super. Bohemia, we were really off on yeah, this one. Yeah, it's not a dark one. 
Dude, how are we so off? My goodness, just Amy bringing this out. This is a straight up lager. Wow. Not, this is a light beer. And it looks like in a dark bottle, similar to the Negramadello, but this is not a I dark guess we beer. could just go best for last, because I would say this is probably the best beer we're going to taste. Bohemia Classica. This is a very similar to the Negramadello. Just smelling it smells like a, a German lager. It's got, it kind of smells Belgian to me. It's very, it's a lot hoppier, I think, than the beers we've tried before. This is not at all similar to any of the beers we've tried today. No, not at all. Off the charts. Yeah. Um, Tim, take a sip. Tim, Tell what us you what you think. think. Mm, yeah, instantly. Much Some more, hoppiness. Uh, characteristic. Yeah. Kind of unique smell to it. It's not just a lager, plain old lager. Definitely. That's interesting. Uh, and you know, we didn't expect. <laughs> I've never actually had this beer outside of the bottle, so it was interesting to see that, that it this being dark. a light beer. Because you always look at it and expect it's going to be like a nigger Modelo. Yeah. So, I mean, can we agree I want to give it a five on taste? A five on taste. For what we've tasted today out of all these beers, I think this might be one of my favorites for Definitely. sure. Um, pretty easy to drink. It's it, The taste allows me to really enjoy the taste. Well, now, intangibles. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the taste allows me to enjoy the taste. I love it so much. Oh my god. Uh, you said it best, Chad. I can say it best as well. Um, the intangibles, I feel like this is the obscurity of this beer makes it a baller beer in itself, right? Yeah, anything with gold, I, I, I agree. Nigger Modelo, but... But I mean, it's just sort of an obscure beer you can't find everywhere. And when you can find it, I feel like it's a classy thing to order. Agreed. Shut the fuck up, Tim. So, Chad, we got one more beer to drink. One more beer to drink. And this is honestly kind of a custom concoction. I'm not looking forward to this. Not looking forward to it at all. I kind of... Let's just make one and then just sort of sip off of it because... Oh no, we've already got. That's what when you order now, no, no, my question though, ladies. Oh god, they're coming over right they're now. They're coming over. I want some clamato in this. You want some clamato in it? We or want some clamato. That wasn't on the recipe though. Then why did we buy a four dollar bottle of clamato? I have no idea. All right, so we've got the, the custom made Pabst Blue Ribbon on tap clam. Chilada uh, beer. Now this recipe will post on the website, but it's basically got lime juice, a lot of lime juice, hot sauce, chili powder, ice cubes, and uh, again PBR. All right, now we're adding the hot sauce. Gomes loves hot sauce, so we're I adding, do love hot sauce. We're adding quite a bit here <laughs> in his portion. It's turning a construction orange right now. And, and when I say quite a bit, I really do mean quite a bit for Gomes's. This is an absurd amount of hot sauce. I'm but he loves it, it. I'm going to give it a stir, right? Because I'm not going to just going to take it. 
Wow, that is gamey looking. Let's just say that. <laughs> My goodness. So if normal beer, so I guess the moral of this here, if normal beer wasn't enough for you on Cinco de Mayo, there's ways to make it more extreme. Yeah, and chilada is a very traditional, I don't know. People uh, say traditional. I've never met anyone that drank it. I feel like, though, the ice cubes and the, the flavors and the, and the lime juice is a fairly traditional Central American kind of way of drinking beer. And I've seen it when I've lived there, and I, I feel like the hot sauce might be extreme, but I think you're we're on the right track here. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's chili powderish. Whew. A little, a little fire behind it. Now, this is actually interesting because you got the lime, kind of the tartness of the lime, complemented by the the real fire. Uh, this the is hot gonna, sauce. If I had, to, if if someone was gonna make me finish this beer, which I'm not going to, I would throw up. Right, but I could kind of see some instances where this might be refreshing. If you're having it alongside of a meal, to be honest, I think I could drink this. I can't eat anything right now. I'm not fucking explode. Finish your beer. Jesus Christ, it's not even funny. Can we let's just wrap this show up before we get too distracted? It's now 11:52. We've been drinking for a solid two and a half hours. Five hours. All right, what did we what did we find? Let's look at this list real quick. Let's. I mean, we can some we highlights. Can... Let's talk about highlights. Bohemia is definitely a highlight for me, even though it came so late in the show. I feel like it was when very I sober up and try drinking it again. I'll love it, like I should. My two favorites: Bohemia and Bud Light Lime. I gotta be honest. The BL Lime didn't do it. I mean, didn't really do it for me. Um, Fair. I'm gonna have to go Bohemia for sure. And uh, the Soul was sort of surprising for me. Nothing great, but something different. I was kind of excited to see that. So, I mean, I guess we'll post as much as we can on the website. Um, we'll also post a bunch of pictures of us. Uh, what else are we going to post up there, Chad? We'll uh, take a look at some beer ratings websites. Amy's we'll been doing a pretty good job. She's kind of got distracted Memorial lately. Day. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to... Yeah, also, we'll have, I was going to say, we're going to have the ratings. Amy took pretty diligent notes, even though we were just drinking. Yeah. Um, so we want to thank her for helping out and pouring the beer. We want to not thank Tim for walking in and disturbing the show while we were recording. We're going to thank Pandora for providing such, a, such awesome music in the background just to keep us motivated. And uh, as always, this is Ryan for Chad saying, eat shit, Tim. Jesus Christ, I can't believe fucking Memorial Day. I know. I bought a fucking Pontiac Aztec <laughs> just, just so I could use it. Let's just, all right. So the reason why you own a Pontiac no, okay, Aztec let's Recycle is... back a year ago, Memorial Day, right? And we were probably going to talk about this on a Memorial Day episode, but we'll just kind of talk about it right now. Who knows how much is going to make it into the actual show. Who knows how much. But we've got... We were, like, stranded in the rain. It was raining the entire time. Well, we had no, no, some no, no, no. major stranded, coastal fog. Stranded in the rain makes it sound like that something unexpected happened. We knew it was going to be... We knew when Memorial Day weekend was. This was Chad and I going up to stay with Greg. And his family. And his family. We knew when the weekend was going to be. And so we didn't... 
we were gonna pack a tent and you know clothes and jackets. Cause it's a camping trip. It's a camping trip, but we said tent. Fuck tents. That's pointless. That's pointless. You know why? We'll sleep on the ground. Cause our good fit, uh, our good friend Greg, stole a thirty by thirty foot of fake astroturf from the city of Berkeley from his construction site and laid that down. That it was been, extra. It was thrown in the dumpster. It, was it not had a stolen. white line on it. It had to have gone somewhere. It was not stone. Anyway, we were going to just sleep on fake sod, which just made sense. You know, it was camping and all. And we did for the first and night. And we did for the first night. It was beautiful. Three men just spooning on a piece of fake grass. Doesn't get much better. No, no. That's camping at its best. But day day two was pouring mm-hmm. rain. So we, so we did what any normal person would do when there's a rainstorm and you're unprepared camping. We went out and bought a keg from a lo- local brewery. We yeah. then drank said keg from that local brewery. Then that night, we had nothing to do but but go into a, was it, 2000, 2001? 2000. 2000 Ford Taurus and sleep in the front seats. Almost, I'd say, you know, 70% reclined. That's about as far as they go back? Yeah, as far as they went back, but it's not much, you know? Mm, no. Let's be honest. It was not a pleasant experience. Probably the worst sleeping experience I've ever had. So, oh, me, me too. By no question. So I, That means we should have gotten an extra keg. But So anyway, I said that next morning, as I'm waking up and the car is just horribly uncomfortable, I said, Chad, you need a Pontiac Aztec. You know that car has a built-in tent. And Chad said, yeah, yeah, whatever. That'd be cool. We should get one. Could you imagine we'd have a tent? And we laughed it off. We didn't talk about it for maybe another 30 minutes, three hours. <laughs> On the ride home, we talked about the feasibility of buying one. And we said, is Pontiac still in business? Can we find these things? Like... And then uh, two weeks later, what happened? Two weeks later, you're still I'm obsessed. Browsing Craigslist on a daily basis, browsing eBay on a daily basis, and I just can't find anything locally. Like there's nothing locally in in the market. And you know, of course, I want everything loaded. I don't, yeah, you I don't want just want Aztec with Aztec. the cloth you seats. Yeah, Fuck and, you know, that. no, no way. So I eventually found one on eBay. Maybe two months later. And, you know, it's kind of lame. I bought a car on eBay, like, really. Well, no, no. So here's the thing is, buying cars on eBay is not that bad. But not only had Chad not seen in person that specific Aztec, driven that specific Aztec, met the owner, never never saw, touched, been around, went to a dealership, never seen an Aztec in his life. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed because it's... It's it, true. It's so true. But, you and you think, oh, that's risky. No, it's not risky. Because worst comes to worst, even if it's a shitty car, it's the world's best tent. There's not a lot of, <laughs> there's not a lot of tents that have a V6. They can drive around. Yeah, that have a V6 motor attached to them. <laughs> anyway, it turned out to be a great car. Shipped, yeah. shipped fine. Was as listed. Yeah, and it's worked out so far. And it's all been building up. I've had it for almost a yeah. year now. One, almost one year now, with the only with the intentions of taking it on Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. And fucking Vaca High Prom. Horrible. Good. Goodness. Just infuriating. And I, I mean, I told Greg, I just called him today, and I was like, man, we're going camping. I don't care. I bought a fucking $7,000 <laughs> car we, just for this <laughs> camping trip. 